Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It is uh, uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment, indictment update. update. A lot of updates, a lot of updates. <laughs> yeah, man, let me tell you something. <laughs> um, happy birthday to Robert De Niro. I don't know who likes black women more, me or him. <laughs> that's a toss. Mm. That's a jump ball right there. Yeah, that pretty is a jump. Pretty much. Who you think is knocked off more black women, me or Robert De Niro? Oh, I'm going to go with Robert De Niro. Yeah, De Niro. Probably. <laughs> Robert, yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. by the sheer span of years. Yeah, right. For sure. yeah. What was yeah. you doing when Taxi Driver came out? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah, not at that not, volume. Not, not, no, no, no. Not at any volume, actually. Happy birthday to Donnie Wahlberg. Happy birthday to Sean Penn. Do you remember the famous story when Sean Penn actually was, he was, I think he had beat up a reporter or something, but he was in the same um, uh, segment of the jail, county jail, as the Night Stalker. No, I don't and remember. The, yeah, the Night Stalker. And, 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 and the Night Stalker was a big fan of Sean Penn, and Sean Penn basically cussed him up. Wow. So he's a thug for real. Like that Mr. River Sean. <laughs> Mr. River is really Sean Pitt. Really yeah. <laughs> uh happy birthday to Rudy Gay. Happy birthday to Dave Hollister. You know, Dave Hollister is one of those artists I always get mad at. Oh, because he doesn't release new he doesn't, material. Like I think him and Anita Baker, they don't ever do enough that I mean, I know they're individuals, I know they're artists, I know they can put but I feel that they're selfish and have no respect for people's needs, is mm. what I think. I mean, it's wow. a strong statement, but yeah. okay, right. I can go I with you on it. Okay. Happy birthday to Christian Leitner. Happy birthday to John Gruden. Remember, John, how, John Gruden is racist in the NFL. <laughs> Man. That's like I mean, saying you fast right, in the NFL. That, like, <laughs> if it wasn't for black people, the NFL would be rugby, and nobody watches that. But uh, happy birthday to Mr. C. He's reportedly, uh, it is reported that he uh, discovered the Notorious B.I.G. Happy birthday to Kevin Mercer of De La Soul, plug one. Happy birthday posthumously to Davey Crockett. Davey Crockett. Yeah. Didn't he die at the Alamo? I don't know. No. He didn't? I what did David so, but... uh, Did he die on Paramount TV? I don't know. I what... thought he died on Paramount yeah, TV. Davy Crockett didn't TV. die at the Alamo? Davey Crockett. Davey, no. Davey, Davey have, Crockett. Oh, Daniel Boom died. Daniel Boom died. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Daniel Boom got your was D's messed up. He was a big... He nah, saw do a bear. Don't do bear was bigger than he ran like a... Remember that? <laughs> 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 yeah. I I wrote that. All right, coming up, we got... Jasmine's going to tell us what's trending. I'm going to have a little note from the GED section. It's the D.O. Hughley Show. Uh, jazz man, well, man, tell these good people what's trending. We haven't talked about this. Travis King. Are you familiar with Travis King? I bet I am. The, the so, idiot that uh, yeah, ran into yeah. North Korea. You got it. So they're trying to figure <laughs> out, um, first of all, how they can get him back. And uh, second of all, why he ran. Now, his family is saying, listen, uh, we just want to make sure that North Korea treats him humanely. Uh, now, the story goes. Yeah, man, if you don't get treated humanely <laughs> in America. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. Now, the story goes he had already spent some time, I guess, in some kind of, uh, he had, was facing yeah. some type of for disciplinary assault, thing right, for assault. Right. And so they were, he was supposed to take this plane back to 
to Texas, right, right where they were, he was going to face more disciplinary action. Right. Instead, he dashed across the border. He was like, Let me tell you something. The only place worse for black people in America, than America is probably North Korea. Now, what's interesting is, allegedly, it is said that the, his reasoning is because of racist and, uh, yeah. I guess, prejudice well, yep, that was yep, happening yep. and the way he was I being treated I get it. in the military. Now, wait till how do you say, yeah, wait, 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 wait. But till North you, Korea? Yeah, wait till you see what they do. Oh, you, you, know. you never see nobody coming back from North Korea uh, North Korea, unless they're in pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> never see that. You ain't going to even get Korean no, barbecue. No, no, yeah. no. Well, and he means- was serious. You know, they say he, he ran. He tried to get to the border. He tried to go through the door, but the door was locked. <laughs> so he <laughs> ran back to the back of the building. And I guess some people in a van turned out to be Korean guards picked him up. Like, is this? Where do you think he's going? What? Yeah, well, interesting. And uh, you know, the one thing that uh, America they feel like they got all full up, they got enough of, is uh, black people. They ain't the truth for sure. We don't, we don't need any more. We're all full. <laughs> all it's full. good to know the daughter of North Korea is locked. A lot, that it has a locked period yeah. for sure. Also trending, uh, we know everything that's happening in Maui. Uh, I know Biden is scheduled to go there. Uh-huh. Um, now the big talk on social media, believe it or not, is not uh, how we can help, but more or less why. Why are people still going? There are a lot of celebrities who are going there to vacation. The latest, I think, was Paris Hilton. That she was caught in, you know, just dipping in the ocean, having a good time. And people are upset, saying that tourism should stop because they need time to heal and they need time to rebuild. But the opposite argument is, well, tourism dollars will help you do that. Yep. Okay. So there's the kind thing. of like a stalemate. It is apocalyptic what happened to that. But remember what happened in Northern California? That whole town was burned down. So we've seen fires like that before, right? Uh, there were fires so bad in Canada that they 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 clouded the entire uh, the entirety of the United Eastern Seaboard, right, and even sure. to the south. And that's not to. But people still commerce still has to happen. People have natural disasters all the time. Commerce still. When Hurricane Sandy did, you know, this this uh, uh, event. Uh, was is allegedly going to be responsible for seven, eight billion dollars worth of damage. Hurricane Sandy, eighty, ninety billion dollars yeah. worth of damage, and people still came. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. I just think and it's more, unrealistic I mean, it's more to believe that the way, world, right? So people yeah. can still go to different places. Yeah. I think it will allow some money economically yeah. to flow in to assist. Yeah, you know, but people were saying that it's hard to watch people dip into the water when they're still trying to recover. You know, when I guess they're relatives the in the water. A lot of people book those t- tickets and can't get the money back. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. I mean, that's just unfortunate, but the the old adage that life goes on. Life show must go on. on. It does. And, and it's very sad. Very sad. All right, coming up, we got a little note from the GED section. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. I'm asking this not in a facetious way at all. So we know that Donald Trump uh, will be turning and his... Not 18 other people. I think it's interesting that there were 19 people uh, that tried to destroy America with the terrorist attack on 9-11. And there were 19 people who tried to destroy America in this iteration of it. Uh, and I, I think they both had the same desire to do damage uh, to the country. And I think uh, it's interesting uh, that those numbers are are similar. Um, I, 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 I'm not even being facetious. So in, soon Donald Trump will be uh, he will be arraigned. Uh, he will be handcuffed. He will be uh, 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 adjudicated in uh, a courtroom. Uh, this where young uh, young thug was. Now young thug is still in jail. A lot of the people that um, were charged with him are out, but he still is j- is in jail. And it's because the judge has said basically that he is a menace to society. Right? Donald Trump and young thug are tried uh, are basically uh, being charged with the exact same thing. Um, but Trump will get out 
And who is more of a menace to society than Donald Trump? Why are barricades all around, not only uh, government offices uh, in Atlanta, but all around the country, uh, in Florida, in, in D.C., in, in New York? Why uh, are people, uh, the people involved in the, uh, in the uh, uh, trying of Donald Trump or the charging of Donald Trump, why do the judges, the district attorneys, uh, the prosecutors, why do they all have to have extra security? Why does anybody who says anything about Donald Trump have to worry about their safety? That is the definition of a menace to society. So uh, two men tried for uh, being charged with the exact same thing, both with the presumption of innocence. Young Thug is as innocent as Donald Trump is, right? Uh, supposedly under the law, right? So you have a district attorney right now and Fanny, uh, uh, Fanny who's trying them both, right? Now, who is more dangerous than a man who's already shown that he can inspire violence? There are a thousand people in prison right now because at his behest, they stormed the Capitol. People died that day. People were hurt that day. Isn't that a menace to society? Right now, people are having extra precautions, extra security. Uh, people are having to change things around the way they move because this man has not only continues to do the things that he did, that he's being charged for, but continues to try to intimidate, to belittle and to stir up his followers, to stir, spur them to violence. So if one who is being charged with a RICO uh, charge, who's supposed to be getting the presumption of innocence, if he has to stay in jail for being what people call a danger to society at large, who do you think is going to be more dangerous in the next few months? Young Thug or Donald Trump? Literally. Just in Utah, there was a man, one of Donald Trump's supporters, who was going to try to assassinate uh, the pre current president of the United States of America. Did Young Thug do that? I'm not saying uh, that uh, the, the, on the merits of his case or not. I am saying the reason that he's supposedly in jail is because of the danger he poses to a society. Right now, how dangerous is Atlanta uh, right now or Georgia right now? But just because of what Donald Trump might do or say, isn't the FBI monitoring the Internet? Aren't people hiring extra security? Aren't hours being staggered and people changing what they do because of what? A man who's a danger to, secu to security. A man who's already proven that he's a danger to this society. A menace to society. So I'm telling you, if a young thug is dangerous to society, then how about an old one with a lot of power? That's a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 
She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. Starting July 1st, 2024, parents in Illinois will be required to put aside 50% of earnings for monetized social media posts if their children appear on screen for more than 30% of the vlog in a 12-month period. I agree. The money must be placed in a blocked trust fund for the child based on the percentage of times they've been featured in the video. And the move is very similar to the rights held by child actors. It, it, absolutely. I remember when they made it. You see, you see what happened to little Manuel Lewis? See what yeah. happened to Gary Coleman? Yep. Yep. See what happened to Todd Bridges? Macaulay Culkin. Yep, look at... Well, he... That's true. By the time he came... He made so much money. By the time he came along, that law was Hmm. in place. But look at all them dudes now. Yeah. Them child actors. That's true. Their parents took everything they had. Mm. And, of course, they're monetizing off of them because most of the time you watch it yeah. to see the, the yeah. child's yeah. reaction. Yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah. Operations to move, remove the appendix could soon become a thing of the past. Swedish experts uh, claim appendicitis uh, is obviously when the mysterious warm-shaped uh, organ gets infected can be treated effectively with antibiotics rather than surgery. Researchers what? argue the only risk of not operating and rely on, relying on antibiotics is another appendicitis flare-up. Well, here's the problem. I remember when I was seventeen. Be over. I had an emergency appendectomy. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And and um, they told me that my appendix ruptured in his hand as he took it out. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it was. Wow. Who I took was, you to the hospital? My mother. Now. I was, oh, I was look at your mama up. taking you to the no, hospital. She didn't want me to die on her couch. Are you crazy? <laughs> she wanted to save that for <laughs> later when she <laughs> shot you. I was, I was sick and thrown up. It felt like somebody was stabbing me in my side. It was horrible. Oh my god. And then I go to the. Since I can tell you this whole story, well, because you survived, okay. we can hear it. I hear did it. survive, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell us about so, it. So, uh, you know, of course, I, I've had the surgery. I don't even know why I'm telling people this, but I woke up, and um, the nurse, the first thing they do is make you cough, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I coughed, and she leaned over and she said, "Baby, you have crabs." <laughs> <laughs> what was y'all doing while I was asleep? She wow. didn't want the other doctors to she hear. Didn't want she, said, she said, "Baby, you have crabs." Wow. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, you survived surgery. And then, and That's then, great. And then, However, then it gets worse. Then I told my uncle that it was some cream that I needed or so some ointment that I need because I had surgery because they have to shave all your That's hair. That's how right? they found the yeah. crab. That's okay. how they found the crab. And she didn't want everybody embarrassed, but she said, you have crab. So she said, go get this. And it was red, right? So I told my uncle Butch to go get it. And he he thought it was medicine. He came in and closed the door. You little M.O. <laughs> <laughs> this is crab medicine, you son of a <laughs> and I had white pants on. <laughs> what? White pants? Wow. What the <laughs> and that was Evangelist oh, Lauren that did it. That's the, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 The name of Red, that little cone. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that's, <laughs> that's right. Well, oh, you know wow. the words in the Bible in Red. That's Jesus. Look at that story. Well, wow. I guess we'll just do the yeah. night. We'll, we'll that's enough right now. there. Yeah. Let's go straight to yeah. Uh, so wow. uh, this this I find very interesting. <laughs> um, so this is interesting. So Michael, NFL star Michael Orr, uh, you know, whose mo- movie uh, was inspired, uh, his the life side. inspired The Blind mm-hmm. Side. He revealed he was never adopted by Leanne uh, and uh, Sean Tui and discovered uh, he was in a conservatorship with them. Um, he claims in the lawsuit that he was scammed and has never been paid any of the royalties uh, from a $300 million movie. Um, some people feel Sandra Bullock should return her Oscar for the portrayal. No, no. she shouldn't return her Oscar. No. First off, a $300 million movie, you get like one or two points on that. 
Well, so they're gonna keep most of the money. Most gonna go to the theater, the the air, the, the people. It's going by the time you get it. But they they are gonna make. They probably did make ten to fifteen million dollars. Oh yeah, they made a lot of money. So sure. the, this is the thing. Do you think that Sandra Bullock should return her Oscar? Um, 877-242-2426. Also, this up on Twitter at D.O. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, the D.O. Hughley Show. And, of course, the website is the D.O. Hughley Show.com. All right, we get into your calls directly. It is the D.O. Hughley Show. The question we're asking, Michael Orr, you know, the uh, he, who the movie uh, 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 Blindside was about him. He's saying that they never adopted him. He's also saying he there was in a conservatorship. And he basically got stiffed out of his money. He didn't get his money. It's an old story, right? Yeah, it's a very old story. But I'm talking about that particular scenario playing out over and over again is right. an old story. Yeah. Uh, do you think Sandra Bullock should have to get back her Oscar? That's the question that we're posing. We're going to go to our social media platform. Especial K, what are they saying out there? So we got Jeff from Los Angeles, and Jeff says, what does her great acting have to do with your bad business? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somebody Is somebody paying attention to this idiot over here? Um, well, what do you think, Kyle? I agree. It's like, look, she's an actor. She did it, her job as a portrayal. I don't see what her doing her job has to do with him not getting paid his yeah. royalties. I really don't. But although there are people who've done such a great job acting, Danny Glover, I look at her a little weird because it's portrayal mister. Of course. Linda Blair, I can't ever look at oh, because yeah. her. Because they do so well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. The dude who, uh, the dude who was in, uh, and I know his name, who plays in all of Tyler Perry's movies as the one who did Jill Scott wrong. Everybody hates him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Steve. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, don't don't go through Steve that. Steve Harris. That, no, that's not Steve Harris. I hated the dude who played No, John I'm not talking about Steve Harris. I'm talking about the one that was in the world. I know you're talking about. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jill Scott's yeah. husband. Steve, Steve Harris wasn't Jill Scott's husband. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. The oh, dude. Yeah, check and make that's that. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Denzel Washington in Training Day. I, yep. no, I loved him in Training Day. You know, I hated his character, though. He got it was a police officer, and and some, in the end, he didn't win. So I loved him in Training Day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did. I loved him in Training Day. In the end, yeah. in, the, in the end, the niggas won. So I was like, well, okay. <laughs> but he won right, an Oscar, so, and I hated him. Yeah, before, so yeah. Got shot yeah, up by yeah. a bunch of Russians, so it's good. Um, then he killed him in Equalizer, so exactly. it's fine. He got him back. <laughs> it's the circle of back. life. No <laughs> actor has killed more. No black man has killed more white people than Denzel White. He, he killed, he's killed white dudes from space. He's killed white dudes in westerns. He's killed Russians. He's killed white dudes uh, in civil in the Civil War. If he's, there's a white man that hasn't been killed by Denzel, raise coming. your hand. It's coming. Oh no, his new it's movie coming. Equalizer Three. He's going after the mafia. So yeah, come on now. <laughs> the come Russian on. mafia. Come on now. This dude, <laughs> he has killed more races. I'm telling you, he's killed like Denzel's killed more mm-hmm. white dudes. I, Working his way through. Man, NATO. Come on now. Yeah, All right. So him. the question we're <laughs> the question we're asking is Michael Orr, who was uh, whose life uh, was uh, the movie of his life, Blindside. He's saying that that, that not only did the Tuies uh, not. Uh, really adopt him um, but they kept him in a conservatorship and we only know about those because of Britney Spears and didn't pay him his money so do you think Sandra Bullock should return her Oscars 877-242-2426 it is the D.L. Hughley Show McDonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The 
McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. <laughs> All right, um, so uh, it's the D.L. Hughley Show, your uh, indictment update. Remember that if you are in Orlando, Florida, I will be there this Friday and Saturday, two Friday, three Saturdays. So come check me out. So Michael Orr, uh, whose uh, life uh, was portrayed in the movie Blindside, uh, Sandra Bullock won an Oscar. Um, she played uh, the wife of the Tui. It was the Tui family who, uh, you know, in the movie, they adopted this blind, this black kid who was a prodigy and he, they ended up helping him. He says that not only is that not, they never adopted him, but he didn't get any of the money for the blind side because I, apparently they were all paid $250,000, but the back end, um, he didn't, he didn't participate in uh, But he uh, thinks that Sandra, do you think that Sandra Bullock should return her Oscars? Uh, I, I, I've never been adopted. Um, I, you know, I don't know what that's like. Um, and if only we had somebody who'd been to the adoption says, Oh, Jasmine! Um, <laughs> <laughs> our my, blind side. We didn't have this many zeros in my adoption. Well, there were a lot of zeros in the returning because they returned you a lot. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that happens from time to time. Yeah, you, Malfunctions, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, not well, as big. <laughs> but it's a couple of things to note about this particular sure. case. Now, you got to remember, The Blind Side was based on his life, but it was actually based off of a book. So it was actually the author who had the deal. So the author made more money than anybody. As, right? as, should as he should, right? Now, all you did was live. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Now, to be clear, um, it is alleged, because like you said, there are three sides to every story. His, theirs, and and the truth. truth. Now, they are saying that they all got about $4,000 apiece, each family member, because they didn't get the lion's share of the money. The author of the book did. And they are saying that he got his $4,000 like all the rest of them did. And so apparently, you know, the thing about not being adopted has a little bit of truth to it because at the time in Tennessee, he was 18 years old. And by law, you cannot adopt legally in that particular way an adult because he was an adult. So they had to do it. Did they give him his first bed? Is that true? I know that. I don't know. I think they did that. I've never had that before. What? A bed? (laughs) They did that for said, artistic. A bed. Coffee like <laughs> Why did he whisper it like that? He said they said. A bed. What, what, what's that? He said, you never had what before? A bed. I went, yeah. wow. Well, you know, interesting you should say it like that because he was all, Michael Orr is also upset because they portrayed him, the character, to be, you know, a little dumb, a little yeah. slow. So and like, he didn't he's like so that. slow he didn't know that for 20 years. That's what he said. He, so <laughs> there was a conservatorship because he was 18. They could not legally adopt him. But the, the two, we say, there is no way that he could have gone to Ole Miss if he weren't a part of their family because it was a legacy situation. So they're saying that proves that nah, he nah, were, nah, in nah, fact, nah. our family. Nah, nah. Nah, and nah, that's nah. how you were able to go to Ole Miss. He was a talented... Oh, let me tell you something. Ole Miss might not like... 
bitches, but they love them on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to do you think that Sandra Bullock should get back her Oscar? A seven seven two four two two four two six. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So the question we're asking, uh, Michael Orr, who the movie Blindside, his life was uh, portrayed in the movie Blindside, is saying that the family, the Tui family, never, uh, never really adopted him. And uh, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't know that for 20 years, but um, <laughs> never really adopted him and didn't cheat him out his money. You think that uh, Sandra Bullock uh, should uh, return her Oscars, uh, her Oscar for that. Um, Kyle, you said something very interesting. I said, well, if that's the case, then tell everybody, everybody who acted in Moana to donate to the people of Maui. Yeah. Donate money to the people of Maui. And Hustle and Flow should get, have to get their money to pimps because it's hard out there for them. Mm. Yeah, oh, indeed. Every day. Yeah, she no man. She did a job. She did a job. Right. That, that's it. You know, it's, it's it's ridiculous. And I I really do think when so I guess allegedly he had this information and he was going to tell right. Well, that's what he said. That's what they are alleging, that they had the text messages. But my thing is, this movie came out, what, in 2009 or something like that? 15 years ago. Yeah. So you're just now realizing that the story wasn't true? So you watched it when we watched it. And you had to have known, wow, look how they're portraying me. I'm not dumb like that. But you didn't complain then. It takes you an hour and a half to watch 60 Minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Back that up. And why are you just now asking about being a member of the Hey. All he, these years later, he didn't spend. like what, what, what was the last year he played in NFL, in the NFL? I don't know when he retired. Kyle, look that up for me. I will. Um, so and with our na- na- uh, new studio and all these accoutrements, I have. I should be able to have somebody look that information up for me instantaneously. Be, uh, yes. in, yeah, co- that's what I know. I need that. He retired uh, in 2016. 2016. Oh. So he played seven years, right? Yep. Good run. Won a Super Bowl too yep. with the Ravens. So, okay. All right. like he done so, ran right. through his money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's thinking. Maybe. Um, so the question we're asking Michael Orr, who uh, was uh, whose life was portrayed in the movie uh, Blindside, is saying the family uh, in the movie uh, did uh, didn't really adopt him, and they stiffed him out of some money. Um, do you think that Sandra Bullock, because of these allegations, should give back her Oscar? Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. The question we're asking Michael Orr of uh, Blindside fame uh, said that he was not only uh, really adopted by the Tui family, but they, that he was all, all, also stiffed out of his back end. <laughs> um, do you weird. think come out right? That's right. weird. <laughs> stiffed. Oh yeah. The back end. Um, oh, so, man. do you think that uh, Sandra Bullock should return her Oscars? We're going to the phones. I don't think Sandra Bullock should have to return her Oscar because she was just she got an Oscar for the role she was playing, not for the actual story. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I think people need to find something better to do. Sandra Bullock has nothing to do with this issue. So unless she did the research, she's the you know, writer of the story or the editing of the story, what have you. It's part of the creation, I guess, crew. She won the Oscar. She did a great job. She drew all of us in, had all of us crying at times. Let the lady keep her Oscar and leave her alone. Sandra Bullock should not get her Oscar taken away. She didn't have conservatorship over the Thule. She didn't force some people to do what they did. She did her job, and she's an actress. That's it. No, Sandra Bullock shouldn't have to give back her Oscar. She acted out a script. Now, if the script was based on a lie, that's not her fault. She did her job. So the answer is hell no. Well, I don't think Sandra should have to return her Oscar, but I thought I heard earlier today that there was something revealed in um, his book, in Michael's book, that indicated he knew this situation. 
So I'm, I'm not sure how I feel on, on that part, but I don't think she should have to return the Oscar. Specifically that um, Mr. Orr need to get some money, but they do not need to take the Oscar away from Sandra Bullock. It wasn't her fault. She didn't orchestrate the, the scam that they did on that poor young man. Well, I think uh, she should not return her Oscar. She was hired to do a job. She put in the work. She got paid for her job. So she deserves her Oscar. Now, I don't think Sandra should give the, uh, you know, the Oscar back. I don't think she had anything to do with it. You know, uh, if the allegations are true, um, I think that should be, you know, her discretion to give it back. But I don't think Sandra done, you know, nothing like that as far as she knew what was going on with it, you know, with the whole investigation with Michael Orr. So if she didn't have anything to do with it, don't get the Oscar back because she, she done her thing to earn that Oscar. So Michael Orr, uh, whose uh, life was portrayed in the movie Blindside, said not only did the two is not adopt him, but they they cheat him out of some money. Um, do you think that Sandra Bullock should give back her Oscar? 877-242-2426. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The question we're asking, uh, Michael Orr, who of uh, uh, Blindside fame, whose life was portrayed in the movie Blindside, said the Orr, the, excuse me, the Tui family never really adopted him and sipped him out of some money. Do you think that Sandra Bullock should return her Oscar based on these allegations? We're, uh, we're opening the phones up. Let's see what you say. I do not think that she should give back her, um, her award. She acted the hell out of that role. She did a good job. She did what she was there to do. But if the family did what they did, that's a whole other issue. But Sandra, no, she should not. See, I, I heard about that the other day, and I think it started off on Twitter or one of the other social media things. And see, this is the pro- that's the problem with social media nowadays. You got too many people out there that ain't got nothing better to do. They can't talk about actual issues going on in the community or in this world. They want to talk about Sandra Bullock. What does she have to do with anything? She was portraying a role in the movie. She had nothing to do with the conservatorship. And if something like that was to happen, if she, that, that's going to open up a can of worms. What's next? You're going to ban Anthony Hopkins from playing in any more movies because he betrayed Adolf Hitler in a movie? You're going to ban uh, Forrest Whitaker because he betrayed Idi Amin in a movie? I mean, that, that that's crazy. I mean, but, but again, that's just clowns on social media that ain't got nothing better to do. They can't talk about anything better that's actually beneficial, like can actually help the community, they starting up something about Sandra Bullock who was just doing her job, and it doesn't make any sense. I was saying that, I'm telling you, uh, that's, he, he stopped, it was 2009 the movie came out? It was. And then you know what? In 2011, he wrote a book called I Beat the Odds, From Homelessness to the Blind Side. Yeah. So if you wrote a memoir about your life, after a watching a movie about your life, <laughs> did you not disclose that you weren't as dumb as it, they portrayed you? Did yeah. you not disclose that I really don't think I'm a, I was adopted? So you had all this opportunity. I mean, you've wrote a couple of books, right? You've written a couple of books. Don't you have to do don't a little research? Couple, seven. 
Seven books. That's still a couple. You wrote some books. Then that's your dumbest he is right now. If you books. think seven's a couple, you, <laughs> let's don't let's don't I, let's don't throw he, that term around this room with CTE, me. You have no excuse. Let's for that. don't do that. If you think seven is a couple, okay. Listen, this is not about you. We're talking about Michael Orr. I know you like to think that everything comes back to well, you, see, but we're talking about Michael. Let's be Orr fair. Let's be fair. That he wrote Who said you wrote a couple of books? I I wasn't, in, and, they, and that's right, that but, seven. But, and they said that's a couple. That's how we hear. Right. That's the reciprocal. A little. You know what? My job is here. Right. When there are all these I, people in the room trying to take us off me. track, I'm here to keep us I on track. I can't for the so, life of me Jeff, figure out you what could, your job is here. And you let me put this train back on the track, right. okay? Okay. The point you is, should be talking he wrote, about. first of all, <laughs> ain't nobody ever ran no trains on now, me. Now, so don't you ever say that. Let me see. Mess around and get cussed out around here. You never let me say anything. You never let me say anything. Take that I'm not, taking, I'm not taking anything back because I didn't, even, I didn't say. Don't even. I didn't say. Even, I didn't. Uh-uh. I, I, no, don't no, even no, hit no, no, no mess no, like no, that. No, no. What I'm not going to do is apologize. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for something I never said. That's anyway, what I'm not going to do. Anyway. You, I just like said I you should be bringing up locomotives. That's what I said. Right. You know what that connotation means. No, I don't. No. According to you, according to you, I don't know what nothing means. Well, I mean. Where's my star? If the shoe fits. Now, listen. Listen, listen. Break this up. Parents are fighting. Back to the show. Listen, listen. Thank you, Junius. Back to the show. I said, you said you wrote a couple of books. I said seven, right? You said, well, that's a couple. And then I said, well, you're just as stupid as he is if you think seven's a couple. They said, don't talk about That's how this whole thing started. You brought me in this. You derailed the train. And then I didn't even know. I didn't derail the train. Yes, you did. It wasn't my fault that you needed needed reinforcement. I didn't need reinforcement. You know how many books you wrote. We don't have to count them. That's fine. That wasn't the point. You didn't count them. But it wasn't important. What was important was whether you write one book or several. The point is you would do research behind that particular book. And my overall point was I'm sure he had to have done research. Did he write trains, planes, and automobiles? I don't know. Ask your daddy. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, he's dead with my daddy. Both of them. All right. Uh, ain't the only one with dead daddy we're, around we're, here. I got one too. Uh, we're not. Uh, we're not gonna. <laughs> oh, we gotta we're gonna move somebody. on with the Chattanooga Choo Choo. <laughs> 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 all right <laughs> coming up we have uh we're gonna keep this train all aboard we're gonna keep it along uh we got uh more of what life is like on the yard with that boy traders the t-o-u-g show wow now that boy trez here to let us know what life is like at an hbcu with my life on the yard Good y'all, this is that boy Trey, aka Trey Cheat Code, aka him, back again with another episode of My Life on the Yard. Inside look at HBCU Life. If y'all don't remember, last time I briefly went into my dad's new life as a middle-aged college student. Well, my mother, you know, she had called me the other day and she was catching me up on everything that was happening back at home. And she starts to tell me my dear old dad turned down a night out with my goddess of a mother. So I'm like, what? What kind of excuse could he have not to take my mom out? 
She told me this Negro said, I can't tonight, baby. These professors been going crazy on this homework. I've got way too many assignments to catch up on. Never in my mother's life has she ever had a man tell her he can't take her out because they had to do homework. Even going back to her days back in high school or back at Spelman, most dudes are gonna be like, to hell with that homework. Then I get to thinking my dad ain't normal. He's very successful in his field and has always been focused on the things he has to get done before anything else. That definitely comes with maturity though, cause I know at the stage in life I'm in right now, I'm not turning down a night out with a beautiful woman like my mother for no damn homework. And I know for a fact my pops can say the exact same thing if he was my age. He can't BS me. In all seriousness though, my father is a prime example of how sacrifices are needed to be made for success. Great role model for sure. I hope within the next few years I can become more like him and stop thinking with my Then again, he ain't stopped doing it till he was like 40, so <laughs> I don't I don't know. That's all I got for y'all today. Till next time, this has been That Boy Trey, aka Trey Cheat Code, aka him with another My Life on the Yard. An inside look at HBCU Life. Thank you, Trey. Coming up, we got the militant man, Jamal Kingsley. He's going to return to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives that, of course, will be up on the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment, indictment update. update. Should we add, um, should we add the uh, uh, perp walk watch? Because uh, yeah, oh, yeah for, we got to wear them bracelets. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. We got to wear It's March 4th. March 4th, right? There you go. No, she's she's, she's asking trial. for the trial date. She's asked, well, you know, Mark Meadows is trying to uh, move it to federal court, whereas the jury might be more conservative yeah. and they won't be able to televise it. Why? Okay. If That's something... how Giuliani said, I'm going to turn myself in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they say cares? he's struggling under a massive amount of debt. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's I what happens. The massive amount of lies got you in this situation. So, hey. How about that? What I will say is that it is interesting what is playing out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of this has led, you got Mike Pence saying it was not stolen. You got the governor saying it's not stolen. Or your secretary of state saying it's not stolen. And Donald Trump is supposed to, on Sunday, he's supposed to release uh, <laughs> a, a expose that is uh, going to, um, is going <laughs> exonerate to him. exonerate him and uh, prove that the election this was rigged. And I bet it's in the same room with the original Obama birth certificate. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> with his taxes. With his taxes. <laughs> you know, with the proof that the... Yeah. Uh, that and the, the secret sauce to yeah. his tan. Yeah, so... All of that. It's all of that. He's a liar. He is And a liar. it's going to be a say... He's going to have a televised report that has nothing, no information. Yeah. I do know his lawyers are, are going over, um, I guess, uh, uh, negotiating his the details of his surrender. Here's, here's the detail. Bring your ass by the 25th. Yes. Here. Don't make us come get you. Because we will. Because we will. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wear no right? jewelry because you're going to be putting no. on some handcuffs. Don't worry. Don't do that at all. He's got to be tired of showing up in court for indictments. Man. He got to be tired. No. Well, he's been to court 2,100 times. He's not tired yet? No. He always, And he loses a lot. Mm-mm-mm. So... Um, and Ray Charles had the best Georgia on my mind mm. and he's leaving on that midnight train to Georgia oh! <laughs> another train joke let me leave that alone <laughs> here we go oh! Oh! 
I know you ain't. Wait, hang on. Hang on. You understood what I was talking about. Take it back. Take it back. You know what? You know what? I'm about all three of y'all. It take three of y'all to take me on. I see that. Now we definitely see. That's too easy. Go take it. I don't know where they call that where you're from. That's your mind. Train ride with a bonus where I'm from. That's your mind. All right. Listen. Um. Coming up this hour. <laughs> we got to keep this train running on time. That's right. <laughs> Coming up this hour, we got the military man, Jamal Kingsley. He's returned to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Plus, we got the Hughley Hustle Home uh, Mix. And Kyle Hughley, a.k.a. Special K, is going to drop another joint on Short Bus Records. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Now, please welcome the military man, Jamal Kingsley, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Why is it Apple AirPods only come in white? Is it because if they were black, no one would listen? Think about it, my brother. And why is it when you bang your toe on the bed at night, your toenail turns black? Is it because when you think of black, it always reminds you of pain. Think about it, my brother. I was watching an old-time Western movie. And why is it? Good guys wear white hats, but the bad guys always wear black hats. I guess you're gonna try to tell me that good guys wear white and bad guys wear black when everybody knows bad guys wear blue. Think about it, my brother. This has been Jamal Kingsley, the Militant Man. And until next time, stay woke and think about it, my brother. The Hughley Hustle Home Mix is coming up next. Plus, we're going to have another special case, Short Bus Records Banger. That's up in 20 minutes. It's the deal. It is now time for Kyle Hughley, a.k.a. Special K, to drop another joint on Short Bus Records. And it's your boy, Special K, another Short Bus Records Banger, baby, baby. Now listen up, everybody. Trump has been indicted yet again on four federal charges. The judge overseeing the case is Judge Tanya S. Chunkin, an Obama appointee who was born in Kingston, Jamaica and has yeah, a reputation for being extremely tough. He is Jamaican judge. It's another bang on Short Bus Records, baby, baby. Yeah, man. Yo, what's happening, man? Rock, 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 rock. What's Yo, up? We up here in the house, dog. What's up? I and I, I and I. All right. Yo, you know Donald Trump just got indicted again, man? Yeah, man. The chicken that come home for us. Yeah. And this judge is Jamaican, my dude. Jamaica 
We're going to take our cool running ass to the next break, Jay. I know we take a break now. All right, coming up, we got Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for What You Need to Know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. In January of this year, a six-year-old boy shot his teacher in a Newport News, Virginia elementary school classroom. The gun belonged to his mom, and the child said he found the weapon in his mother's purse in the family home. Tuesday, his mother, identified as Deja Taylor, pled guilty to child neglect. The Black Male Achievers is a black student organization at a community college in Tallahassee, Florida. But they may have to look for another name or risk losing funding due to Governor Ron DeSantis' anti-woke agenda. Florida law prohibits state and federal funding for student groups that advocate for diversity, equity, inclusion, or other social or political causes. Only student activity fees can be used to fund these groups. They are considering new alternatives like male achievers or scholar male achievers so that they may not have to worry about not getting the funding necessary to keep that organization going. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Thank you, Sybil. Coming up, we got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together. Plus, before you hit that happy hour this weekend and overindulge on those drink specials, you need to hear my top five. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment indictment update. If you're going to be in Orlando, uh, starting tomorrow, I'll be there two Friday, three uh, Saturday, and that'll that'll do it. Two Friday, three Saturday. So come check me out if you take a notion. I will say that uh, Atlanta is going to be very interesting in the next couple of weeks. I so, think that is an understatement. Yeah, everybody's watching. You know, I read a great piece about uh, Fani Willis and talked about how um, what she did was ingenious in terms of using the the RICO law. And also, I think the only thing that they say she's going to have a difficult time is trying, because she does intend to try them all at she, the same no, time. No, and they say that they don't think that that's going to work. No, that's not going to happen at all. How could you? I don't know, but she said that was her plan. Yeah, she did it so with the teachers. So you have to ask her. That's not even close to happening. <laughs> they did do it, they, yeah. She so, I mean, it it's possible. Yeah, she, she did. Yeah, yeah so. the, the teachers weren't a president among them. Uh, people are going to be arguing for change of venue because uh, they, they're the under the auspice. I guess there's a, a law from the early 1700s where if you were a federal president, uh, Person, if you were a fellow employee or working for a federal person who held a federal office, uh, that you're supposed to be tried in federal court. Except if you were committing your, if you're, uh, you know, in the commission of your duties. Except your duty wasn't to try to overthrow the government and see fact election. So you knew it was a crime then. Yes. And the thing that's interesting is, even if you're right, doesn't mean that you like uh, Rosa Parks broke the law by sitting um, in the white section of the bus. It didn't mean she wasn't going to jail. She broke the law. Right. Even if it were, if, even if there are more grounds for it, and so clearly, this whole argument about freedom of speech, which is a silly argument, because all crimes begin with a, with, <laughs> with words, all of them, all of them, like it's sticking up is words. Yeah, fire in a crowded theater is words. That's yeah. those are, those are all yes. words you still have to say. So, um, you know, you say you hire a hitman for somebody, you have to have words to do it, right? Talk to him. 
Yeah. But so. I mean, I also think it has a lot to do with your position. Right. If you if 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 you're the president of the United States and you're calling someone and saying, well, we need to find these votes. I know we don't have them, but we need to get them. If and, you're saying that, and that the subsequent is going to go very bad for you. People are going to be upset. It was all it was. It's more than and you call yes. them a couple of times. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. And wait till we see what's in your DMs. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying. But it's yeah, amazing. These Nobody's six. DMs. That, that, uh, nobody wants to have their DMs aired. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. I don't but care who you are. It's amazing <laughs> these states' rights people keep running to the federal government. Right. Now they, want, they want it in federal well, court now. Hey, man, forget Can you right. blame them? Yeah. Can you blame them? No. Do you want Do you want to get, get tried in Atlanta? <laughs> now, I mm-hmm. in Atlanta, we're talking about Fulton County. That's right. Where, 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 where people might have known that woman that they threatened. Wow. She might be in there, but if, if it's a poll worker in Fulton County, it's a good chance that those people knew her. Yeah. True. And you and you you want in Atlanta? Come on, man. Hot Atlanta, that's the place. He said, I don't want to be tried here. I want a federal court where it's more conservative. What he means is less that's right. what he means. You can't find twelve people that don't know everybody else in right. Atlanta. So come on now. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to either. Well. I'm sure OJ didn't want to get tried. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up, we got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together. We got my top five, a little note from the GED section, and we will cover today's top stories. What's trending on the D.L. Hughley Show? Before you hit that happy hour this weekend and indulge in those drink special chaps, give us five things drunk women say to their partners and should not, <laughs> should not say it. by Julia. Number five, uh, uh, this one time in college. Yeah. If it yeah. starts off with that with dot, dot, dot yes. after. Yes. Yes. Some just cover things coming through, you know? Yes. Number four of the top five things drunk women say to their partners and probably shouldn't. What if we suddenly had a baby? Yeah, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, if he get out of this economy, his name going to be Hercules. There's <laughs> no such thing as suddenly having a baby. Number three of the top five things drunk women say to their partners and probably shouldn't. You know, your best friend is hot. Yeah, probably not. Like fire. Mm-hmm. Number two of the top five things drunk women say to their partners and probably shouldn't. You know, I had a pregnancy scare last month. What, what? <laughs> just kidding. Why people, what, why is that the second time that came I don't up today? Know. Hey, I didn't make the list. Yeah. I just read it. And the number one of the top five things drunk women say to their partners I've never known anybody to say these things but probably shouldn't uh, if we're even still together then yeah that's mm. a good way yeah. yeah that is going to do it for us ladies and gentlemen it's the D.L. Hughley show your indictment update, update. and purple um, remember yeah and the, the purple, purple watch. remember that if you're in Orlando starting tomorrow I'm going to be there two Friday three Saturday the Orlando Improv you do not want to miss it Make sure that you are in the house. Jasmine Sanders, what did you learn today? So uh, I know we just recently celebrated the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Shout out to Brooklyn Public Library and Rock Nation. They've released a 13 limited edition uh, library card. I know I don't even know if people carry library cards anymore, but this one is super dope. I actually ago they did. took a look at it and they they I think they have uh, because of it. They've uh, established 14,000 new library accounts. So get your library card. The, the, and nobody Go goes it. to it. So 14,000 new mean, library. Okay. Well, I think they want it because of the anniversary edition of hip hop. And it's got ah. Jay-Z on it. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool ah. just to have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
What are you doing with that? Not going to the library, yeah. but I got the dope ass car. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have no yeah, idea what the Dewey this. Decimal System is. <laughs> this thing called the internet. Yeah. Uh, 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 Julius, Hand of the King, what'd you learn today? Boy, where do I begin? Let's see. We started off with uh, <laughs> we started off with crabs, and then we got to a train station, and there was all kinds of stuff going on there. There was an addition and subtraction, the a difference between seven and two. And, right. You know, all I was going to say is, that, you know, I was going to talk about the Usher video with Kiki Palmer. But hey, I learned so much more today on this show that I'll save that for another time. So yeah, oh yeah, a, okay, a veritable wellspring of information today. What <laughs> a cornucopia! Yeah, <laughs> veritable plethora, a plethora, a cavalcade. Right. <laughs> All right, coming up on the next Neil Hughley Show, if you're not going to happy hour, no worries. We're going to bring the party to you with the Hughley House Party. Plus, we're going to give you another hot new song with my day butt of the week and another episode where people get to tell me exactly what they think of me called. <coughs> F you, Hughley. All right, that's going to be I'm going to get F tomorrow. Make sure you're there for it. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator. Pull that straight. We got to go. Tow, tow. It is the D.L. Hughley Show.